The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. And today we are back them better than ever in New York City. We are together. No matter how much you try to emanate their life and become more like that kind of person, it's just never going to be the exact same thing. So it's it's kind of pointless trying. This is like where the girl talk gets real because it is so hard. Like I feel like men don't understand how much it takes for us to always be clean shaven, to always smell good, to always just like have everything, you know, just like clean. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey guys, it's your host, Dasam. And Emma. Here with another episode of Before Before We Make Make It. It. And today we are back them better than ever in New York City. We are together. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so exciting. It's been a long time. It's been a super long time. And we are in Dasam's really cute little cozy room. We have a fireplace on her iPad. Yeah. us warm. We have some candles <laughs> and we have just a stunning view of the city. Oh, honestly, it is so nice to have Emma here. I feel like New York City just feels (laughs) so much more homey when you have your friends and family come visit you. So I am so happy you're here. Are you excited? We have a full-blown, like, four-day itinerary extravaganza awaiting us. I'm not excited at all. It's just kind of boring to me. Oh, my God. No, yeah, I'm super excited. (laughs) We have a lot of stuff planned. And, I mean, we're going to do some spontaneous things. Hopefully, we're leaving a little bit of wiggle room for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But overall, I am really pumped to be here. It's gorgeous. I mean, it is pretty cold, but we just talked about how much we love winter fashion. (laughs) So I'm excited to make it work. We had some delicious ramen tonight. And it was was so perfect. It was was so nice. Warm noodles, like exactly what you would want when you're walking around the streets. In these yeah. cold, dark nights. So it was so nice. And then we're just having a cozy little night tonight before our crazy rest of the week. Yes. Let me just say, though, you want to like winter fashion until you look like an Oompa Loompa or an Eskimo sure. in all your thick layers. And even today, like, I was layered up. I was still freezing. It's honestly crazy. Like, we are going through winter freeze. I feel like snow is coming very soon. And us Texans, we're just not used to it all. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, but I will say that, like, you learn over time, right? Like, you're going to yeah. learn with it being cold for probably the next, like, three to four months. And Oy. by this time next year, you'll be a pro. And also, I was waiting at a Starbucks after I, I got off my train, and then I saw Dasam walking in to pick me up with, like, her little earmuffs, and <laughs> it was so cute. But, yeah, I, I really do like the look of it. I wish that it was colder, like, honestly. Colder than this? Yeah, like, snowy. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, snow is nice, but then it turns into slush and ice and black ice on the streets. Like, I've heard nightmares, but I wouldn't know because we honestly, we had like one light snow day like this past year, actually, in January. Yes, we did. I posted it in my 2021 recap. I remember we went outside. Emma literally had COVID and her mom got mad at her and she was like, no, we want to go see the snow. And it was so worth it. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about in College Station. I'm like, yeah. not here. I was like, wait, what? It's barely January 4th. <laughs> no, yeah. We had our snow day last year. And yeah, that was when I had COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was, but it's like, we were distant. Like, we were away from everybody else. I was like layered up. You were layered up. Like, yeah. we couldn't not play in the snow. Yeah, that we were fun. safe We about kept it. throwing snowballs at each other. It was other. so fun. It was great. I love People it. People were like sledding down our apartment street. It was yeah. hilarious. Kids being kids. I know. But Way anyway, back when. I know. Back in the day. But let's get into our truly obsessed 
missed this segment so much and I want to hear about what you have been loving. Okay, first thing is burning in my room right now and that's my French baguette candle. It smells like literal bread and butter. It is incredible. Like I recently hopped on the Bath and Body Works, you know, holiday blowout sale. Mm-hmm. I got a ton of candles for like $16 each and mm-hmm. a couple of days later there were $11. So I definitely regretted that. <laughs> but actually this baguette candle makes my room smell like a bakery and I couldn't be more obsessed like it's just incredible and I got a lot of candles the peppermint hot chocolate was very disappointing so I have Mm, to say I really like this one also Liberty Midtown bagels right by me it's like a 10 minute walk they have the most delicious bagels I'm taking Emma there tomorrow she's getting a salmon classic Nova it is the bomb but of course the rainbow bagel it's a favorite I love it like something in the water here just makes the bagels taste so much softer and sweeter and it's amazing And not to like play the victim here, but I just love Joshua Bassett's songs. And I know like there's this whole controversy with him and Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm honestly, I'm too like on the older side of Gen Z to even know about it really. Yeah. (laughs) But Joshua Bassett's new songs like EP or whatever, Secret, Crisis, um, Set Me Free. All those three songs are so good. Set Me Free hits a note with me. I don't know why. I just love sad, soulful R&B melodies. Like, they're just so good. Also, black earmuffs. Your ears tend to get so cold in the winter, and I have these, like, huge, fuzzy, like, fur balls as, like, a headband, and Emma saw them today, and they're just, like, the warmest thing ever, so I love. Yeah, they're so fun. I haven't seen a lot of people wear earmuffs here, which is kind of surprising. They'll come out of the woodworks. We'll see them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see them walking about, but... Okay, I love that for you. Also, is Joshua Bass, is that kind of like Sean Mendes vibe? Kind of. Okay, his songs, yeah, I guess you could say that. I mean, he's really talented. Mm-hmm. But his songs are just very deep, in my opinion. I mean, honestly, like, I just I just love the EP. I just have to say. But yeah, I mean, Emma doesn't like Sean Mendes. No, but I do. I do. Fan. I have a Sean Mendes vinyl, okay? Like, I do like him. It's not, I was never a super fan. Mostly because I feel like he came along when we were already a little bit older. So, oh my God. Yeah, but I mean, he, I don't have anything against the guy. Like, we're friends. Like, we're oh good. My God. It's fine. <laughs> it's just not one of my favorites. So I feel like that kind of, I don't know, they have very similar vibes. But I will give, give this Joshua person a chance. <laughs> He has a, a house in Brooklyn. I've been hoping to run into him at some point. That would be incredible. Yeah, let's see I'm who run into here. Okay, so for me, I have been loving the Summer Fridays Lip Butter Balm in Vanilla Beige. Ooh. Have you tried any of Summer Fridays products? No, I haven't. But Emma has, like, insisted that I try, like, their stuff. So good. So their jet lag mask is one of my favorite masks ever. It's super popular. A lot of people always talk about how good it is. I love it. That stuff is what kind of started me with the brand. But then I recently got their Lip Butter Balm. And this one in Vanilla Beige gives your lips, like, a slight tint. It smells really good. It's super moisturizing. And it's really nice packaging, so I feel very elite when I use it. And then I also I also got a serum from It Cosmetics called Bye Bye Pores. Ooh. It has glycolic acid and hyaluronic acid. And basically, like, you press it into your skin, and it's obviously it's supposed to close up your pores. That is, like, my biggest skin issue is just, like, big, huge pores. And then I get blackheads really easily. So Ooh. it just sounds like looking at my skin right now. Like, I don't see any. But they're there. No, I don't. Her skin is like super clear. We're in the dark though. So like it's there, but they're there. And so <laughs> this serum, I've seen the difference. It's incredible. Another skin product that I've been loving has been Lightning Wand by Hero Cosmetics. It's 
it's magic. I I don't know how I found it. I think it might have been on TikTok. It's like this little roll-on serum, and you just apply it to any sort of dark spots that you have mm. from, like, leftover pimples, like, acne scars, that sort of thing, and it'll brighten them up over the course of, like, a week or something. It is so <laughs> fast-working. Why are you laughing? You literally sound like a dermatologist. You're like, these are all the facts. No, seriously, though. Like, this product is amazing, okay? Especially if you have very, very stubborn acne scars. Like, I recommend it. It's it's really awesome. And then the last thing that I've been loving is NYX This Is Juice Gloss. That's really what it's called. <laughs> it's called This Is Juice. I'm going to show it to me today. I it's it to purple. Her. Yeah, I was like, you need some of my lip gloss. Okay, I just want to say, all of these lip gloss, like, this, these, this new collection of Juice Lip Glosses by NYX, they look like little girl lip glosses, okay? Like the stuff that you would get when you're a kid because they're really colorful and poppy and... Nostalgia. They are. And the packaging is so cute. It's like a squeezy tube, but then there's a wand inside instead of a little squeezy applicator. And so basically they have electrolytes. They're super hydrating and they make your lips so glossy because they have oil in them. And then they bring out the natural color of your lips with like an infusion of some sort of other color tint, wow. depending on like the flavor you got. So I got a purple one. It's passion fruit. Smells amazing. Looks amazing. And I highly recommend it. I got it from Ulta. So go and try it. She's going to put me on for sure. Yeah. So many product recs, honestly. Okay, guys, let's talk girl talk. There is so much we want to break down. I feel like we just really, we're in like a slumber party vibe right now because we're in my room just chilling. And I feel, feel like there are so many of you that could relate to all of these topics and more. So let's talk body image. First of all, I feel like everyone struggles with this. Tell me about it. Well, this is a very broad topic to <laughs> see because body image is something that I think that I think we're always kind of trying to define based on like where we are in our lives, how we start viewing our bodies based on different changes. Like my body's changed so much even in the past like couple years. Same. Like you look at pictures of yourself from freshman year of college and you're like, that is so like you've changed a lot. I've seen that. I've mm-hmm. changed a lot. And so it's kind of evolved over time. I think it's gotten better, but I think overall it's a struggle that everyone kind of has at some point or another you know and we always say like we're our own worst critics so like we Mm -hmm. see all the things that other people don't really notice because no one's staring at you for that long no one's (laughs) looking at the mirror and picking you apart like you're the one that's kind of seeing everything and so I mean it's it goes without saying like yeah that doesn't encompass like who you are like your external image right but It's still one of those things that, at least for me, it's been, it's weird because I, I'm trying to not let how I feel about my body define me as a person and, and define my mood and affect my mood. But for some reason, I put a lot of work into it. Like if I don't mm-hmm. feel pretty, my skin isn't clear, if my eyebrows aren't done, if like I'm not shaved, like all of the things that I'm used to that make me feel really pretty, then I feel like an overall like not attractive person. <laughs> and like, I mean, it's not a hot take. I feel like a lot of people can really yeah. that, but it's, it's, it's hard. It's still an ongoing struggle. I think women specifically like tend to self-deprecate themselves more based on their physical appearance. Like Emma and I have this thing of calling ourselves like, hobos or ogres and like oh just like really demeaning <laughs> trolls. things trolls like whatever we're just like not put together so and I've noticed that even you know during the era of zoom when girls would get on zoom calls not really you know dressed up or ha- with makeup on they would apologize for how they look and I've never seen a guy do that on zoom mm-hmm. which is so interesting to me so I say right now with the winter I've liked covering up a lot and it makes Same. me feel really good but it sucks that we also can't just take pride in how we look you know mm-hmm. and I think for everyone it's different like some women rock you know whatever body type they have and they're so confident in themselves 
And I feel like most women are in that middle area where they're trying to get there, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think at the end of the day, just like being a little bit self-compassionate toward yourself and also seeing yourself in through the eyes of someone who loves you. We say this a lot, but I do think like sometimes we don't love ourselves and our bodies like the way they deserve to be loved. Mm -hmm. And the most beautiful body I've realized is like the most energetic and healthy ones, Mm -hmm. not necessarily like the most fit. Or sometimes like deprived ones Mm -hmm. because that's what we do to ourselves, right? Yeah. And also I think that it comes in waves, you know, because sometimes we feel super hot. But then other times, like, yeah. when we're on our periods or something, it's just, like, ugh, like, I cannot let anybody see me today. Like, I had one of those days last week where I was breaking out really badly, mm. hence, like, all of these skincare recommendations, because I just went crazy <laughs> looking for new skincare products. Problem solved. But I, oh my gosh, it was so, it, it just, it's sad that we can allow that sort of thing to affect, like, if we even see people, like, if yeah. we decide to go out, like, no, I just got, like, this breakout, like, I don't want to go out anymore tonight, like, honestly, I, I, we've said this before, like, the best nights are the ones where you're comfortable, and you're happy, mm-hmm. and you're not focusing too much on what you look like, and I think it's obviously hard to do, because, like, that's what we're used to, like, that's kind of the norm, is, like, taking the pretty pictures with your friends, and dressing up, and going all out, and if you see a bad picture of yourself, then immediately you're, like, in a bad mood and you feel really <laughs> awful but honestly I this is like a very random recommendation but it's something that I've I've tried it's to just not look in the mirror like just don't because That's, odds yeah, are funny because the thing is like you probably look the same to other people as you did the day before and the day before that it's a very consistent thing but when you're looking at yourself every single day and analyzing all these little things in the mirror all the changes all the small little details like of course you're going to be more critical and of course you're going to feel insecure about it as you go throughout the night and you're going to honestly deprive yourself of having as good of a time as you know you would otherwise so just don't look in the mirror like don't if you want to take pictures like take pictures but be in the moment is like the most important thing like the people around you are what's important how you feel is what is important and also i know this is all very basic <laughs> but if you're happy i feel like that radiates outwards and how you look and all the little details like you know if you think your eyeliner is too thick or whatever whatever's wrong with your makeup like that stuff sort of melts away because you're just happy and people yeah. see that and people are attracted to that yeah and lately i've just wanted to be comfortable like mm-hmm. i honestly could care less now days about how I look because one it gets dark super early in New York and two I just want to be able to like touch my face or you know just like lounge around and not worry about like creasing or being uncomfortable in my clothes mm-hmm. or anything like that and walking around so much like I could care less about wearing heels mm-hmm. which is shocking for me because I'm you know very insecure about my height always um but yeah preach Emma honestly well but the scratching your face thing is so true though yeah like the freedom to just be able to scratch if your eyes suit. yes oh, oh my god my that gosh. is the best feeling like scratch your eyebrow without getting your makeup rubbed off yeah so good and I hate like getting makeup on clothes or yep. my bed or anything like that so yeah, lately, like the no makeup vibe has been such a preference. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sometimes wish I didn't rely on makeup to feel like I'm awake or, mm-hmm. you know, I have energy or I'm prepared for the day. Like Put together. Exactly. That's kind of annoying. But mm-hmm. it's something that honestly, like we as women can use to like uplift each other and ourselves and just be better at like being okay with putting on less. I think it's like a work in progress for everyone. Yeah. I also think it's becoming more popular to do less to your face. Like in regards to makeup, because I like, yeah, everyone loves like a glimmed up face. Like I love doing makeup. I think it's like such a fun process. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, a lot of people are focusing on skincare. They're like trying to create beauty from literally like the skin outward. So like start with the skin, have a good base, like have a good canvas. 
And then, you know, if you want to do something to your eyebrows, your lashes, like people are going more natural, even though it takes like treatments, yes, and yeah. money, yes. But that's also that they don't have to worry as much about the other stuff that they have to mm-hmm. put on later, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's way better to attack like the beneath the surface problems mm-hmm. rather than covering up. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to dating. I love it. <laughs> I, I feel like you and I are in very different phases as so far different. as this. Yeah. Like personally, I've gotten to a point where I'm like so comfortable in my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, we're reaching a year and seven months, I believe, or eight. I'm not quite sure. And I've just gotten to a point where I just feel extremely comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. it's not to say that the honeymoon phase is over. It's more so the fact that I just feel like this person is really into me and really there for me. And I just feel like so able to be myself around them. I feel like they're like my best friend. And it's gotten to a point where dating to me has become somewhat effortless, but it's also bad because I want to put in the effort to make it exciting and fun and mm-hmm. new, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I do think it is still pretty early in your relationship to where like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, in two years, like you can't, you know, find that spark. But like, I definitely, I mean, and you didn't even say that you don't have the spark, right? But <laughs> but no, I feel like it's still pretty early on in your relationship. And I definitely am so happy for you that like you guys have gotten so close Aww. in this amount of time and like have done so much already. But I still think there's room for both of you to grow, you know, Thank together. You. And <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, but we are in very different places, like yeah. really different places. But like dating is hard in general. In, in general, there's always, if you're in a relationship, if you're single, there's always something, like, always something. Like communication wise, I feel mm-hmm. like guys just don't understand and girls, you know, vice versa. Yeah. It's no. really confusing, especially mm-hmm. if you're an overthinker, if, especially if you read into things and this guy is like literally like somewhat of a robot and, you know, just very, just like machismo or mm-hmm. mammalistic with the way that they interpret things and do things. Like, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I feel like there are multiple struggles in this realm. Yeah. Especially when it comes to texting. Like, oh my God. Okay. One of my pet peeves is when I ask like, hey, so do you want to hang out? Not that I'm necessarily like initiating everything. Like this will come once in a blue moon. Like, hey, like, you know, whatever. And then the guy will go, I mean, if you want. But they don't mean <laughs> it like in a, um, like, I don't care. But like their way of texting is just so much more casual than our way of texting, yeah. I feel. So, like, they're not meaning it's it to up. be. Exactly. Like, okay, that's honestly kind of a bad example. But <laughs> it's always along those lines. Like, they don't text with emojis. They don't text with these, like, eloquent, beautiful sentences a lot of the times. They're just very Chill. literal about things. And I feel like we take those words and we analyze like every single bit of it and think that it's like bigger than it actually is. Yeah. And also with dating, I feel like there's always um this expectation that you might feel like you need to fulfill to be like womanly sexy you know just like kind of like an ideal type for someone Mm -hmm. so you want to like almost like hide parts of yourself in the beginning like you want to make sure that they don't see you maybe without makeup or they don't see you um like in a state where you're not like looking very good or whatever like that and it's kind of interesting because yeah. you just want to come off as like a very feminine character. I think it's definitely person to person. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. so a lot of people's experiences are super different with that. Like, that's why I think it's so important to learn how to be on your own and how to love yourself before a relationship. Not that you can ever necessarily control that. And not that once mm-hmm. you're in a relationship, like suddenly you love yourself and like everything's 
you know, happy go lucky because yeah. But but I definitely do think that that's important because I don't know. I I I think it's subjective. Like some people mm-hmm. don't necessarily feel that way, and and others do. And I mean, either way, like we're saying, any stage of the relationship, any situation that you're in, I feel like there's always something. But it's complicated in your twenties because. I don't know. It's like I right now, like I'm just chilling. I'm (laughs) focused on work. I'm having fun, but it's like, you know, not a big deal. And (laughs) she says as she's reading all these like romance novels. No. And yeah, I do read the romance novels, but I'm also not worried. And I thought that that was like strange because it's like, well, you should be worried. Like you should rush. Like you should be getting engaged like all these other people on your Instagram feed. Oh my God. I'm like, am I behind? Like, is anyone ever going to love me? Like, I don't know. But at the same time, like deep down, I'm really not worried. And I don't think that anyone should be at this point because we're all on our own individual timeline. Like some people don't even end up finding a serious relationship until their late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. And Honestly, there's really no rush because if it's going to happen, then it's going to happen and you're going to be really happy when it happens and you're going to kind of almost miss the time that you were anticipating it happening to begin with because there's nothing better than like the beginning of a relationship, the meeting of someone super special. You know what I mean? Like just when it all starts out and you're not really sure what's going to happen, but you feel something special is going on and like you can't ever really repeat that. So enjoy what you have now like don't rush to get to that next place and I know it's hard sometimes even though like again you and I are in opposite places like sometimes I do get lonely and want a relationship but sometimes I don't you know and I mean I can't speak for like how you feel about that I'm sure you're happy and content but (laughs) you know it's like it's yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely interesting that's so good though like the whole idea of you just need to enjoy like you know the anticipation the excitement of being single of not knowing who you're gonna fall in love with like all of those things are what makes life exciting and even though you're single and like you don't know who you're gonna end up with like at least you know that you will find someone you know mm-hmm. everyone finds at least someone that they could like you know like have like an intimate relationship with and I definitely think it's not worth rushing like you said but it's so true that it really only takes one person and that initial period of getting to know them may be the most nerve-wracking but also the most exciting Mm -hmm. so might as well see the positives of every side tbh Hey guys, we just want to say a brief thank you to our sponsor for this episode. They are Forage Hyperfoods. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. Forage, guys, it is your source for quality functional mushrooms, as in their brand that pride themselves on wellness for all, and they help you achieve a wellness routine that's both simple and sustainable through these high-quality mushrooms. And their sustainability practices is really great. They absolutely invest in every part of their process from packaging to shipping to processing their items. They sell mushroom powders, tinctures, and coffee. The out of the woods um, coffee blend that is actually made with ground mushrooms is definitely like a favorite um, on the site. It's a best selling product. It retails for $19.95. And they have a lot of other cool products. For example, their Lion's Mane tincture. They also have reishi, turkey tail, chaga. Those are some of their most popular products. And if you guys are interested in supporting our sponsor and checking out any of their simple, sustainable like food products, then feel free to use our coupon code MAKEIT15. That's MAKEIT15 without any spaces, M-A-K-E, 
IT15 for 15% off your next purchase. Thank you so much once again, Forge Hyperfoods. And back to the episode. And this is me being the drama, but like (laughs) for some reason, okay, when I'm in a situation and I know that we're not having a conversation with our listeners, but like, I want you guys to tell us like (laughs) when you're in a situation with someone where you want more from them and then like, they finally give it to you and you're like, okay, never mind. (laughs) Like you almost get the, Oh my God. It's like, what is that? Like, that is so freaking, that's That's just a drama. That's literally all drama. Like you just want, you want the drama. Like you want to be wanted, (laughs) but then as soon as like, as soon as they almost overcompensate, then you're just like, "Ah, never mind. Go back to, like, you know, not putting as much effort in and then, like, I'll want it again. It's so bad. I was watching the TV show Sex Life with my roommates. So good. It's so good, but it also, like, makes you crave toxicity, and it's, like, it's so bad for you. So bad. I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't make any sense, but I just think in general, like, when you're young, you kind of glorify a little bit of a roller coaster romance, mm-hmm, um, sure. but it's definitely not sustainable, and in the end, you're probably going to be more hurt and that hurt is going to be longer lasting than the highs you got from the chase or, you know, the, the pull and whatever. But I want to talk about making girlfriends. Okay, let's talk about it. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It really is. It's almost Guys are like so much more chill. I feel to they, be friends with. They are. A lot of the times they really are. But then that can quickly get complicated once like, you know, someone likes someone and someone doesn't like someone else. (laughs) I mean, making girlfriends, it's almost like it's almost like dating, but for friendships. Yeah. And I feel like with girls, it's a lot harder because I feel like we all just like overanalyze each other. You know, we're always like, oh, my God, did I say something that was like, you know, maybe overstepping? Was it cool? And you have to evaluate girlfriends for, you know, are they trustworthy? Are they also like fun to hang out with? Are they also going to have your back in a dramatic situation? Like there's so many levels of analysis Mm -hmm. and guys are just like, oh, can you kick a bell around and like, you know, like (laughs) crack a beer open, like cold one. Like, I don't know. That's, that sounds really bad, but I just think girlfriends, it's hard because you obviously want to be liked and you want to like everyone, but there's always a little bit of like weird tension when you're meeting someone new or you're being introduced to a friend group. Like that's always such an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. And you always want to like be, you know, likable, but you also don't want to be too overwhelming. You know, I feel like with girlfriends, you really have to just gauge different personalities yep. and try to match them. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to read the room with that. I feel like with anybody, but especially with girlfriends, because I feel like when you're having like brunch with a new friend or something, it's almost like like you recognize each other as like girls, obviously. That yeah. sounded like so weird. But like you know what I mean? You like you almost know what the other person is thinking because like you're both girls. Like you both had probably similar experiences. And I feel like it's it's difficult in the sense that you never know like if someone is secretly judging you or oh if they're the type of person that is like really chill about everything and yeah. like you know they're cool with whatever whatever it is that you have to say if you open up really fast like that's chill and I don't know like I think when it comes to being introduced to groups you can either go really really well or very underwhelming yeah and I don't know if there's necessarily an in-between marker like I think the other thing is just like how do you even go about finding those friends like let's say you move to a new city yeah besides your roommates like how are you going to go and just find girlfriends you know yeah because also like you know there tends to be more of like a clicky culture Mm -hmm. within girlfriends I guess and it's also hard to like penetrate a click 
And, you know, even when you're meeting someone for the first time, I feel like there's always this um, weird thing of, are we going to connect on all these different levels? Mm-hmm. Like, are we going to like the same shows? Are we going to have the same taste in like fashion and beauty and all this stuff? And if we don't, then does that mean that we don't align? Mm-hmm. Like, and there's also this thing of, oh, what, what does she like to do? Like, if she, if she doesn't like going out, then like, is that going to hinder like what we could do together? And I feel like with girlfriends, you just have to click on so many different levels of interest. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, then it just has this like weird, almost like expiration date to the friendship. Yeah, that's so interesting that you say that because I was thinking about this and kind of came to a realization that like, I think with girlfriends, I'm a little bit more picky without realizing it not that (laughs) not that I'm like ultra selective in that like oh like if we go for coffee like I'm gonna like judge you or something like that like it's not the case (laughs) I feel like I'm generally pretty open and it's not no I just I like to enjoy conversations with people right but I think that with girls and like particularly maintaining those friendships and kind of following up on them after like you know the initial meeting or like the beginning stages of a almost friendship or whatever it turns out to be like I I think that there needs to be a click like a, a yeah. click of something. And a lot of the time, it has to be with similar interests. I feel like with dating, you know, in our case, like guys, even if you don't have a lot of similar interests, you could still you click. Could still click. Mm-hmm. But when it's with girlfriends, I feel like if you don't have similar interests, it's harder to click. So true. Because like, that's how you bond. It's like, yeah. oh, you like brunch? I like brunch. Like, let's go to this brunch place. Oh, that's so cute. Like, oh, you want to fangirl over the same people too. Exactly. And it's like, it sounds very surface level, but that's what I realized. It's it's so different from like relationships and dating mm-hmm. in the sense that like, you really do need to like the same things. Not every single thing needs to be the same, but like for the most part, yeah, at least for me. No, I totally agree. And I also think like there are certain red flags that I look for in girls, but that I don't really care about in guys, you know, <laughs> like I feel like with guy friends, like even if they're like crude or something, I'm like, oh, they're just guys. But with girls, like I'm super careful about navigating just drama, like potential drama, like making sure this person is not going to be like the gossipy type mm-hmm. because I feel like you really need to be careful because I feel like women are just a lot more schemy sometimes with like the way that they create drama and I don't know, like want to get revenge over something or have like a grudge. I feel like maybe guys just, you know, like fisted out or whatever, but with girls, there's girl code and there's like so many potential ways that drama can happen and I'm very like drama adverse. Yeah. No, it's hard because some girls I found have been extremely nice, like the sweetest people you've ever come across yeah. in your entire life. And other girls, and I have been this girl before in the past, like, I mean, I think everyone has been mean at some point in their lives. Everyone's been judgmental. Petty. Everyone's mentally picked someone apart. Petty, aggressive. Holds grudges. Like, we're all guilty of that. Like, we're not saying that we're above any of that. No. Obviously, we don't want to be, like, those type of people. But, like, some girls are plain mean. <laughs> okay? I'm sorry if that's going to, like, you know, garner some hatred. But that's not, I mean, it's the truth. Like, some people are just really mean. And I don't know where that even stems from. If it's, like, you know, from a young age. Like, just, I feel like it's at some point we were all, okay, do you remember this term that, like, everyone would use in elementary? Like, yeah. oh, she thinks she's all that. Like, <laughs> those girls that would say that type of thing, you yeah. either grew out of it or you didn't. And, like, if you didn't then you need to. Oh my gosh. It's not cool. It's not cute. Yeah. And it really stems from the whole like popularity thing in high school. Like I think in high school, people were just judged a lot for service level things. Mm-hmm. Like people were like, oh, like, is she like a real like 
girly girl? Like, is she like gonna fit in with us or no? Mm-hmm. And it was really dependent on, you know, is she pretty? Like, does she have certain clothes? Does she have certain like popularity with the guys? Like, it was like a lot of very superficial things. Mm-hmm. And I think that does carry into adulthood a little bit, but it shouldn't at all, obviously, because everyone is a person and personality, like genuine human character that should matter most. But in the world of womanhood and just navigating friendships and all of that, a lot of these little things tend to get in the way. Mm -hmm. And it's just so interesting. Yeah, it's almost like materialism. Like, I remember this one girl, she was making comments towards me, like directly, she didn't try to hide it. But she was making comments towards me because I didn't have like a certain brand of boots. What? Like, where where are your boots? Like, why aren't they like, like, literally, yes, it was a high school thing. So it's like, you know what? whatever but it's and I'm not I don't know I feel like I feel like this sounds like I hate hate people but it's not (laughs) it's not trying to because like I think all of us have been guilty of these things but because we've experienced different types of girls in our lives different types of groups different types of cliques like we can say these things like they're it's, it's just the truth and honestly I think that the world would just be much better if we all teamed up and you know just join forces and decided not to be judgy with each other. Just yes, be kind. Unity. Like the best feeling is when you go into a bathroom at a bar Aww. and you start like talking to all the girls in there and you guys are like telling each other you love each other's outfits and like sharing. Yeah. And maybe not sharing lip gloss, but just like, you know, vibing. Yeah, exactly. It's the best feeling ever. Like, oh my God, you look so pretty. Like, oh my God, you're so yeah. cute. Like, love it. That's what I, we need more of in this world. Seriously. <laughs> love the energy in the bathrooms of bars, clubs, like anywhere where people are slightly intoxicated. It's just like a good vibe. (laughs) But it's honestly difficult. Like I feel like being a woman, you do need to have some sort of like, I don't know, like ability to be up to date with trends, Mm -hmm. fashion, you know, just being able to like look put together. And for some reason, like women are judged off of what they wear very strongly and how they look. And honestly, like, I feel like we dress to impress other girls, not really for guys, because guys don't really notice small things like that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really hard, but it's, it's also fun, you know, like, there's obviously like a lot of interesting ways that you could like dress and there's honestly like an overwhelming number of options. But sometimes I feel like a lot of pressure to be like really well dressed and Mm -hmm. to like, you know, have like, really great makeup application and all these superficial things that I wish didn't matter but it does sadly yeah we always have to say these things with like a grain of salt because some yeah. people don't care about that at all like they wouldn't even notice if we didn't yeah. have our brows done and they're loving loving life they're like thriving exactly but I will say that I I feel you because mm-hmm. sometimes when I'm dressed just like I mean even today my airport outfit I felt <laughs> I just felt cute. no I didn't feel cute though like I was just like you know what I'm not gonna care because it's an airport outfit like I'm yeah. comfortable right like I'm not I wasn't overthinking it mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't like a glamorous outfit I did yeah. de- definitely didn't feel my most confident in it and I don't know I think that I think that it's because it's sort of normalized at this point that like girls love fashion girls love clothes yeah. and that's partly true I mean I think clothes are important I actually have become more of an online shopping obsessed person. oh my gosh everyone during the oh pandemic gosh, seriously I have so many things that are added to all my cards but it's so bad in a way I feel like I still don't even know half the trends that like all these other super like fashionista girls know about like I always feel like I'm a little bit behind yeah I've always felt envious honestly of other people that are just like so well dressed and always seem to have like the right decision making power Mm -hmm. because personally like I don't even know what my style is 
Like, I just want to look good for other people. Like, and, and also, like, there's some outfits that I love myself in. And I'm like, I love it. But also, like, there are parts of me that constantly just, like, envy other people's outfits, other people's clothes, other people's bags and mm-hmm. hairstyles and, like, rooms and everything. It's so interesting. Like, I feel like we are always just like, oh, my God, like, why can't I be like her? Or, like, why can't I have, like, her outfits or whatever? And it's this weird, like, envy thing. Mm-hmm. that it's just extremely hard to get rid of. And it's extremely hard to just be like, I'm going to own my own sense of fashion. And no matter what anyone says, I'm going to love it. It's just hard. It is hard. A lot of it comes down to just accepting it, though, because yeah. no matter what, like you could admire someone, you could admire every little aspect about them, like their bag, their room, the way they do their makeup, their hair, their skin, whatever it is. Number one, some of those things like they didn't have to try for, which makes it even more like, oh, like you're just, you're just <laughs> we're born beautiful, right? That's so funny. But they didn't, a lot of people like have beautiful skin. They don't do anything. They're like, yeah, I wash it with a bar of soap. And I'm like, okay, here I am with like my nine step skincare routine. But number one, yeah, they oftentimes like don't necessarily have a reasoning for why they are the way that they are. They just are. Yeah. And second, like no matter how much you try to emanate their life and become more like that kind of person, it's just never going to be the exact same thing. So it's it's kind of pointless trying because yeah. you, you can't ever replicate that. Just like no one can ever replicate your life or be exactly who you are because obviously you're made up of a million little things, passions and, mm-hmm. you know, music tastes and food tastes and friendships and all of these different things that make you who you are. No one can ever, you know, become a carbon copy of that. So I think it just comes down to accepting that, like truly, truly accepting that and eventually getting to a place where you can admire people and then brush it off and not allow it to, you know, grew up inside of you and become this like bigger thing. Like, oh, I just, I can't get over how this person is like I want to be like that like blah blah blah, and let it become more important than you and like your own personal goals and wants that's so true it's so easy to compare in this society honestly like it's so hard to like own yourself but at the end of the day like you are what you got and you could try to become better but you're never going to be like for example like someone's clothes aren't going to fit perfectly on you because they're not your size you know, like what flatters their body shape doesn't flatter yours necessarily. So you really just have to like understand yourself and just do what makes you feel good in your own skin, truly. Mm -hmm. But honestly, like personal hygiene, this is like where the girl talk gets real because it is so hard. Like I feel like men don't understand how much it takes for us to always be clean shaven, to always smell good, to always just like have everything, you know, just like clean. <laughs> no, it really is so much maintenance, shaving and making sure our hair is freshly washed. Getting our nails done. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. I love getting my nails done. Like it's the one thing, maybe, okay, one out of a few things that I will <laughs> splurge on. But yeah, guys don't normally have to worry about that stuff. It's it's a lot, but I do think that it can be fun if you just find enjoyment of those things. And if you don't, then honestly, just don't do them. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Like, seriously, I actually, I really enjoy the process of all that. Although sometimes it does get a little bit tiring. Like in the winter, you don't necessarily need to shave. Like, you're not really showing your skin that much. You're not really going out in like bare legs. Yeah. So like, who really says you have to shave? No, no one. Or yeah, even when it's warm. I honestly just hate like how expensive like skincare, makeup, nails, mm-hmm. getting eyebrows done, you know, like all those things. It just gets so expensive. I, like even like hair care and like getting your hair done, like all of that. Like guys don't understand. And makeup is so expensive too. And like 
I've just become so conscious lately of like what I've been spending on. And I just hate that I have to buy all these things. And sometimes I feel like um, I need to get like more expensive products because they're better for my skin or I need to spend more on getting my eyebrows done so they're done better. It's like it's like a money game sometimes. And I really dislike it. But I think at the end of the day, like I'm trying to minimize like what I use and simply just use what works best for me rather than, you know, what's been recommended or what's trending right now or just because I feel like I need to spend a lot of money on my skincare, which I really don't like doing, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And if you don't need to, then why would you? Like if this, I don't know, Cetaphil always works really well. I use CeraVe. CeraVe. I don't even know. Yeah, that's the one that I use for my face wash. So like, it isn't, you don't need to like go all out with these super brand name products that are way too expensive. Although I will say like the occasional item that like you just, I'm sorry, but some, some <laughs> I'm items. A, I'm just, a loves her skincare product. I love skincare. I love makeup products that are, like, but the thing about that is that, you know, if you're obsessed with makeup, like, you know, if you're a makeup guru, that sort of thing, like get your makeup. Okay. Like it's your passion, <laughs> but if you're only doing it because you feel like you have to do it to like keep up with the trends and keep up with what everyone's doing then like reflect okay like no you don't need it you could actually find a lot of really good drugstore alternatives if yes. you know the whole like overspending on makeup is an issue but i will say some stuff just can't be replaced with a drugstore alternative like yeah. you do lip gloss that's my eyebrow pencil cap brow on the eyeliner we start like, naming eyeliner. every single product ever <laughs> no but really i i think that a lot of the expectations that we impose on ourselves are only self-imposed rather than imposed yeah. by society. Cause like there's not really anyone telling us if we don't use these products, then something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Like we're taking what we think society wants from us mm-hmm. and then making it seem as if like they're directly telling us when really it's like our own idea of what yeah. the world wants from us. When in reality, a lot of people don't really care that much. That's true. And no one's like, your skincare isn't good enough. My like job. your makeup isn't good enough. Some people will, but for the most part, you know, those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Mic drop. Mic drop. Yeah. But. And it also is just like influencer culture and like beauty girl culture that makes you keep wanting to buy more and buy more that you don't need, you know? Yep. So you really have to be able to like step back. But that's it for our episode. I feel like we covered so many great things. There's so much more to say about girl talk, though, and we there could, really like, is. talk about this forever. But I felt like I was at a slumber party just, like, talking about our struggles. I know. No, Desam and I were, like, we're going to make half at 30. Okay, no more, because we're so tired. It's been a very <laughs> long day. But I don't know. I could keep talking about this stuff forever. Yeah. Honestly, if any of this sounded incoherent, I apologize. No, I mean, I feel like the best podcast sometimes are when we're just sitting down, super chill, just getting stuff off of our chest, you know? Mm-hmm. And this heater, it makes you, like, fall asleep. Like, my, oh my eyes God. have been closing this entire time. I feel like I'm in a fever <laughs> dream right now. Guys, I got this amazing, like, four-inch mattress topper, and it literally makes mm-hmm. you want to, like, go to bed forever. But anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Make sure to follow us at Before We Make It on Instagram. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Add us on Spotify so you never miss when we upload episodes. Yes. And, guys, seriously, if you ever have anything that you want to, like, tell us about, if you like this episode, engage with us. DM us on Instagram. We love hearing from y'all. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.